I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. scams and I love you guys this is part two of our episode with Kate the producer who's just a phenom I mean if you guys don't already know and any new listeners welcome Kate is the owner and creator of more banana podcasts and she has us under her wing and she just does it all she's editing she's producing she owns her own company she has like her lawyer on lock like she's just she's doing so much anytime I have a question she's like I've got an accountant for that like she just has it in such a wonderful way. So I just want to salute Kate and say thank you for being our pod mom this entire time and for our special guest today. We have the best time. We just laugh the entire time. Hopefully you can understand what we're saying because we're laughing so hard. And again, guys, I don't even, that's all I can say. All I can say is it's a really fun podcast and hopefully you can understand. move on to email. Let's see if I can read it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we have a bunch of emails and Instagram messages. So lots of juicy stuff. This was so interesting, guys. So I got an email from someone who said they just watched the Chris Loves Julia's new Instagram video. And this is from Sydney. And she Mm -hmm. said, so I just watched Chris Loves Julia's new Instagram video. They just moved across the country from Idaho to North Carolina, and they are currently getting scammed by their moving company. You should for sure look into this. So I did. Yeah. 
Okay. So I looked into it. I watched a bunch of the videos. Their moving company ghosted them. They never responded to anything that they said. <gasps> Did they take all their stuff? That's what they were afraid of. They had a baby grand piano. I mean, like incredible things, heirloom things to move across country. And they then put this all of it out on Instagram. They publicized it all. And I contacted them like, I know we're not like the most famous podcast, but would you like to try and be on it? to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. And they said right now they're in talks with, it was kind of like a murky message. Maybe there's a legal thing going on. Yeah. It was kind of a murky message. It was from their PR person, of course. No, no, not actually Chris or Julia. And then they said, what's your podcast and how many followers do you have? And I said, no, thank you. I was like, I "I don't want to talk about it. Mm, (laughs) And I just didn't respond. If you ask to be a part of anything I do creatively and ask, like, how many followers do I have as like a, you know, if that's hinging on whether you'll come on. Katie, I have to tell you, as someone who like vets out guests for for big podcasts, you have a lot of followers. Oh, that's Compared to many people. I want you to know that. You're sure you don't have a hundred thousand followers, but like compared to a lot of people who have, you know, who are like considered secondhand famous you have a lot you're doing very well thank you i just want you to know that that's so nice thank you and please everyone listen to that little phrase twice (laughs) you can just replay that over my bed every night that i do have more than i think um Mm. no cut that part um but i (laughs) well are they a famous instagram they are they're very very famous and so i was like do you need more do you need like Right. Do you need the fame? You Are don't. you afraid we're trying to siphon your fame? Right. And what I'm saying is like this, this is always a service. Like ScamWow is just a service. Literally, it's all up for grabs, clone us, whatever you want. Like we want to give it as a service, to like help people out. So when yeah. you're checking like what our engagement is, it just felt a little too cringy for me. And I was like, well, that's not honest. So I just didn't respond to the yeah. email. I mean, that's a little bit of the ecosystem of Instagram. Like once you, know. you start quantitating, Mm-hmm. your personal life by how many people are interested in it. And it gets like murky about like, who should I hang out with? How many followers do they have? Yeah, you and know, we it's, don't, yeah, it's a lot. Our listenership is way, way more than our Instagram following. Like our Instagram's yeah, like very I, light. Again, as someone who vets out audiences for <laughs> other shows, you have a very avid audience. You have large, you, know, you should feel very you proud, proud of yourself. <laughs> sure. Are you Conan? No. But no. An- you're another wonderful redhead that everybody loves. <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much. Yeah, so that was an email that I got. So Sydney, thank you so much for that email. But it kind of we made the decision ourselves to pass, which I'm proud of. We're us. gonna pass, but I'm sure all their stuff is on Instagram, and you can go check out that scam yourself. Oh yeah, you should. And they they have all about it, and so they have a bunch of tools and tips. And though they did not want to share it with us, they are giving it away for free on their Instagram. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so something to consume. Yeah. Okay. This next email. This is by Grace. Okay. Grace wrote us a very long and detailed email. Thank you, Grace. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Let's get into it. I just discovered the Scamwell podcast and have been unabashedly binging you guys over the past few weeks. I lost my admittedly crappy museum job a couple months ago. Thanks, COVID. And you guys have been keeping me company on my unending job hunt. We're here for you. We're here for you. Thank you for sharing your scams and also your lives. You hear that, Katie? Also your lives. (laughs) Also your DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Especially during this exceptionally isolating pandemic. Okay. So down to scamming. Great. I have a graduate degree in archaeology. And honestly, you would not believe how many archaeological scams there are. I'm not talking ancient aliens bullshit. 
but shady dealings, questionable conclusions, and general fuckery. Great word. I knew none of this. And this is not to hate on archaeology. <laughs> For the most part, archaeology is teams of people trying their best to piece together human history through science and logic. I have plenty of friends still out in the field because they like dirt <laughs> and digging yeah, who doesn't? way more than I do. Yeah. But there are a lot of misconceptions that we can't really shake because of patriarchal colonist bullshit. Yeah, I mean, that's the ultimate scam. Uh, one of my favorite archaeological scammers to roast is none other than Heinrich Schlelman. Ooh. Schleiman? Sounds Schleiman? horrible. <laughs> he sounds scary as hell. Terrible, instantly. <laughs> For those who don't know this bastard, Heinrich Schleinman was a Victorian guy who's still considered, considered a big deal in ancient Greek archaeology even though he totally sucks. He is credited with a number of archaeological discoveries, including finding the ancient cities of Troy and Mycenae from Homer's Iliad and Odyssey. Okay. And a shit ton of treasure. In reality, mm. yeah, he did find some stuff. But he <laughs> stole a lot of crucial information from other scholars oh. and was a generally shit archaeologist, even by less than stellar Victorian standards. Right. Then it was just like you had a sad broom and you brushed things around in Victorian times. <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> have a yeah. week now. It was before women could read. He also <laughs> <laughs> he also just outright lied a lot. Wow. He even lied about stuff that didn't involve archaeology. Mm -hmm. Schleiman, it's interesting. His name is Schley. Get it? Sly. He lies. A lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a sly liar man. A sly liar man was a rich businessman and already pretty sketchy in the middle of the 19th century. Before he thought digging up treasure was a good time. Schleiman was obsessed with Greek myths and classical history in general and thought it was his mission in life to prove that the Trojan War actually happened. Oh, no. That's all well and good, but he got super weird and creepy about it. He even left his wife and kids and married a Greek teenager Ew. because he wanted to find his own Helen of Troy. Disgusting. Ew. <laughs> he was almost 50 at the time. Oh my That's God. what all disgusting old men are trying to do. They all want to find their own Helen of Troy. Ugh, gross. Losers. Uh, <laughs> so he got to Turkey at the place where he thought the ancient city of Troy would have been. Mm. And because he was a terrible rich man pretending to be an archaeologist without proper research, he found nothing. Figures. Another archaeologist told him to check out a different spot. And when Schleiman did, he found the treasure he was looking for. Of course, he never gave the other guy any credit. Mm -hmm. He never really gave anyone who helped him any credit. Also, he made a huge mess of the dig site because he didn't care about preserving anything, oh. just finding the treasure. The site he dug up actually contained hundreds, if not thousands of years of <gasps> cities built on top of one, each one another, and he wrecked a bunch of them. Oh, it's so upsetting. Ooh. He also kept terrible notes and lied all the time. So no one really knows exactly what he found, where he found it, or if he himself even found it. Oh, I'll tell you, he didn't find it. <laughs> he didn't find it. And I'll also, I feel like a lot of male academics are still like this. Uh, my mm -hmm. hot take. Okay. Okay. Hot takes. The treasure he supposedly found wasn't even from the time period he was looking for, but that obviously didn't stop him from pretending it was. He also took it home and dressed up his wife in it because <gasps> of his icky Greek fetish. Wait, he dressed her up in some archaeologist shit cloth? Yes, from from that wasn't even from the period it was supposed to be in, but he made it into his own kinky. Oh, gross. Okay. His wife, who was a child. Yes. Okay. And she says not to kink shame, but that's messed up because, yeah, nobody wants some dead person's clothes. She's a child. <laughs> yeah, it's all disgusting. I mean, it originally is bad and then continues it's all to bad. get bad. Okay. He even took a picture of her for posterity. <sighs> it's one of the first things that comes up when you Google him. Wow. 
He then went on to pull a lot of other shit at another dig site, which is thought of the ancient city of Messinae. He destroyed everything in sight until he found treasure and ignored all the established practices in order to shove what he found into his weird narrative about the Trojan War. The reason he gets so much credit is because his work did show that the Trojan War might actually have happened. Okay, who cares? He got a lot of heat in his lifetime for being such a shit archaeologist and ancient grave robber, but he still gets way too much credit. His Wikipedia page calls him the father of pre-Hellenistic archaeology. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Ugh, daddy, no. Okay, honestly. <laughs> daddy sucks. <laughs> daddy sucks. Honestly, he was a greedy treasure hunter with a Homeric fetish True. who lied about almost everything to the point where he destroyed the actual archaeology. He stole and encouraged the stealing of plenty of art and artifacts from the Greeks mm-hmm. and Turkish because of his own obsession and colonial superiority. He is a scammer. Because <laughs> can you tell how much I dislike him? We can tell. We feel the same. We can tell. We can tell. Uh, there's a couple other modern archaeological and historical stamps that I think, think people should look out for. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones lied. You do not get a whip or cool hat in your toolkit <laughs> when you're an archaeologist. Um, wow, you heard it here first, guys. Indiana Jones lied. That fictional lied character you. lied to he you. Lied to you. Not Harrison Ford, though. He seems like a gem. He's okay. barely keeping it together, though. I feel like if you <laughs> if we really did touch down on him right now, he's like flying planes into stuff. Like, I don't think he's doing great. <laughs> I think yeah, he would tell you you would him. get you would get a whip. He's like, yeah, everyone gives you a like, whip. Yeah, whatever, you get a whip. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I he I feel like Harrison Ford hates people, which is yeah. hysterical because half of his job is to talk to people. <laughs> right. And that's also something like most people can relate to. Like, yes, we hate people, too. I also hate people, Harrison. But, you know, you chose <laughs> like, this. This okay, is how anyway. you make your money. OK. This is how you make money. Enough from Harrison. All right. He's just taking over our podcast. What next? <laughs> okay. Uh, another white man taking over a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so here's another archaeological slash rhetorical scam from Grace. Beware of any white man. I mean, that's just a okay. good life motto. Thank you, Grace. But beware of any ma- white man trying to tell you about Vikings. Viking studies are super popular nowadays in patriarchal and racist circles. I have seen this on TikTok. It is true. And most of what they say is utter bullshit. Like Vikings did not have dreadlocks. Heard it here first. <laughs> there are a bunch of there are a bunch of topics you should be wary of if anyone tries to mansplain it to you. That's just good good to know. Yes, thank you. Yeah. People should always check their sources, yeah. including any biases the author might have, i.e. being racist or sexist. Yeah, that's just good, I feel like, general advice. A lot of fertility goddesses are only called that because the sight of a nude woman made Victorian dudes horny, so they figured it had something to do with sex. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, sorry if this was too niche, but no. I really wanted to share. I love it. I love all this information. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the read. Archaeology is a really cool field and in need of some serious decolonization. Yeah. And it sounds like some more women. Mm-hmm. And I encourage people from a di- diverse array of backgrounds to get into it. That's amazing. That's great. And I completely agree. Thank you so much. That's I've, I've, I've just absorbed like a whole History Channel Me too, me too. In my brain. With Kate's great voice, I was relaxed. I have a very sexy voice because I'm sick. I'm so I'm into it. popping garlic over here. I'm so happy. <laughs> so chill. I need more garlic is what it is. I need more you garlic. Do. It's you immediately do. what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy your painting, smell the hot dog <laughs> of it, and then inhale garlic. <laughs> 
And you all should too. Subscribe. Is it creepy <laughs> that I want to smell your saliva in the future? Maybe, but it's been Fine. a long pandemic. Also, and, this is how we know, connect in days. Who knows? This is how we connect. It's the future. Yeah. That was so nice. Thank you so much, Grace, for that. Thank you, Grace. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Ugh. Okay. Incredible. The next email I will read, I would say hi also to Sue, but I know you're carrying the pod right now while she deals with mommy stuff. Having two girls who can be much worse than boys, less brutality, more cutting insults in general fighting. I highly applaud you for giving her the space she needs. And I applaud Sue for recognizing her needs to focus on her intentions on herself and her family right now. Yes, completely. Okay, all of that said, I wanted to share several text replies I sent to obvious scammers just before I blocked them on my phone. I preface my heinous text replies by saying this is my one outlet for being evil. I actually run a nonprofit that helps job seekers, so I must be on my best behavior most of the time. If you wish to share any of these on air, that's fine. Just please don't use my last name. In fact, I'd rather you not use my name at all. Call me Karen of the Block. Love your show. Oh, wow. I want to see these text messages. Okay. I, I I do this too. I just want to. You do? Um, you know how uh, Trump had that rally in Tulsa? Yes. And all, everybody on the internet signed up for it. So they would take up tickets and nobody would go. Yes. So I was one of those people. Good. I made a fake email and I signed up for tickets so that I would never go. And then I also have reported fake abortions to the whistleblower site. I'm just doing like all kinds of hacktivism Great. as much as I can. Yes. Um, and because of that, uh, I will sometimes put in my phone number. So I get a lot of text messages and emails from like conservative groups. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been getting a lot of text messages from a pro-police organization. Mm -hmm. And so they'll say stuff like, you know, our police funding is being attacked by blah, 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 blah. And they'll text me and I will just send gifts of pigs back. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. So, yeah. So I support that. (laughs) Go ahead and respond Uh with whatever you want. Um, And come for me. I don't care. That's amazing. I love it. I love a gift. There's nothing, you know, you can't really... A gift can be so nebulous. It's perfect. Yeah. I, they may not even get it because it's probably just like a, a, a robo texter, but it makes I love me it. feel joy. This so. is one of the I ones know. she sent us. She said it's in caps, a random text. She got last reminder, your $968.77 refund payment remains unclaimed. Fill out your payment now. And she said, oh my God, that's amazing. Now I can buy an AR-15. <laughs> Once I have it, I look forward to finding you so I can massacre you and your entire family, you sleazeball. <laughs> oh my God. That's, uh, wow, that is evil. It is impressive. And you she said Karen, she wanted to get you it out. There. You know, she's also said, now I can get machetes for my boys to hunt you down she said (laughs) now i can get my chainsaw i've always wanted um she said i'm looking forward to receiving my tesla flamethrower she's just fabulous so she is also the imagery so vivid so vivid so keep going i'm i'm dying i don't think any of them responded which is really funny because they're probably like don't respond to this flamethrower but what a Mm. funny idea You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. 
Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. First off, let me see, say how much I love and appreciate your podcast. Aww. My husband was in a situation like you spoke about on your podcast where they were acting like they were in love with him and send him porn pictures and things like that. And then between all the stuff they said, uh, honey and darling, and they were asking for money and ended up getting over $5,000 from my husband without my knowledge. I ended up having to take his phone away because he has dementia and Parkinson's. Oh, Oh no. My grandpa passed from Parkinson's. That's really hard. I'm so sorry. Oh, they were taking advantage of him because he was sick, which I know is really common in a lot of these, like this catfish Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. They actually told him that they were going to send him gold for his money Mm. uh, and that they were in Ghana and there's no way that they should be shipping gold over the border. Anyway, how do you get rid of them for good? I mean, we started deleting messages, blocking them, et cetera. But when they're on WhatsApp and all those other things, they end up knowing stuff about you because they're talking and giving up information. Mm. So as you can see, I've definitely had quite a few moments with scammers. They talk about sending money over the cash app for medication for my husband. And I'll just be frank. It's for marijuana. Mm-hmm. OK, well, I mean, listen, who cares? Yeah, whatever it is, they're still scamming you. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the only marijuana is the only thing that helps the shaking for Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that that's that's true as well. So it's one of those things that's difficult to get. And unfortunate. Mm-hmm. we lost over two thousand dollars on that scam for the marijuana. So let me know what you think of these things and what I should do in the future. And oh. what I'm not doing right now. What's interesting about this is it reminds me a lot of the um episode that you did with the Adam mm-hmm. Levin crew, mm-hmm. they have a lot of really good, like if you were to go back and listen to that episode, they have a lot of really good advice about scoping out catfishes and how yes. to like protect your identity and changing your password yes. and stuff like that. Exactly. So I definitely say that. I would do that. Yeah. It's what the hack podcast with Adam Levin. And I would also say when you're speaking with any of these companies via text, try and mm-hmm. get it to email or a phone call or 
even a person, someone. Yes, because the text messages are sort of a bizarre way that when they are in an SMS message on a WhatsApp or a text or even an Apple message, they're like they can be untraceable. Right. Or they can kind of be like nebulous. Yeah. And yeah. And mm-hmm. then also in these messages, if they ever get personal, if the salesperson ever says they're having a hard time with their family, if they mention any sort of personal thing or it's any so compliment, yeah. yes, that, you know, if you went to your pharmacy, your pharmacist probably shouldn't say, I'm really looking for a girlfriend like you, you know, like you, you probably mm-hmm. think of like an interaction you would have in person. I know it's so easy to send someone a Venmo or to send somebody a PayPal, but when you're talking about money being exchanged for something as important to you and as emotionally high stakes as something like your husband's treatment with Parkinson's, that I would say you want to go with more checks and balances, even if it does feel like personal contact. Yeah. Even if it does feel like you're going to spend a couple hours doing this, it's worth it to not get scammed because then you don't know. You just don't want your information out there with any scammers because they can just they'll probably just keep wanting to be a part of your relationship with them again. And they'll be like, oh, I'd like to get more money. Like scammers are sort of like they can't, they don't necessarily go away unless you block them on all accounts and then start finding what you need in a different space. And if they have their phone number, they can easily, your phone number, they can easily contact you again as another scam. I I also would say two two points of um, advice, specifically for this person or anyone in this situation, use PayPal Mm -hmm. because PayPal has a really good fraud thing. Um, and so you can get your money back easier. Don't use Venmo or Cash App. They don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is if you have a family member, I only know this from my grandfather, if you have a family member with Parkinson's or dementia, instead of like, they need a cell phone because mm-hmm. they need to be able to contact you and contact their family members. Um, instead of like monitoring their cell phone, which can be an invasion of privacy for an adult. Ironically, you can put parental controls on it mm-hmm. to help like protect themselves things like they can't be contacted by anybody not registered in their contacts that's great or you know just different alerts and you know whatsapp i'm not sure what what whatsapp has but definitely iphones have parental stuff um and like don't be afraid to use that because you're just kind of protecting them a little bit from themselves and yes you have every right to also if let's say you're doing a lot of contacts with people on whatsapp to say please contact me on my cell phone number or send me an email or email or call me yeah yeah Yeah, if we can't do whatsapp can we find another service so and then maybe wait and sleep on it for a night and make the decision next morning when every time I've been Take scammed. Take a break from your phones. Lock <laughs> oh your phones God. up overnight and decide. Every time I've been scammed, it's because it's like two in the morning and I'm like rushing. I'm like, I got to get this and deal. You're feeling the pressure. Exactly. And so you need to process and Next it. thing you know, you're licking garlic all over a painting and you shouldn't have even been there in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself time to think about whether or not you want to send that money or lick that painting. Give yourself the time. But thank you so much for messaging us and we hope it's going well. Let us know. We want to know all about yes. it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, we have a couple Instagram messages. Yes. Do you want to do yes. those? Okay. okay. The first one is for you. Okay. This one is a crazy scam and I don't, it is like kind of makes me sad, but also it's so smart. Okay. This says, I want to share with you a light scam I was that was shared to me by my boss last week. My sibling, who I live with, is a pizza delivery driver. And when I was talking with my boss about them bringing home pizzas after shifts, I learned the best scam. So this only works if you know someone at the pizza shop. He said 
So her boss said that he would call the pizza place where a friend worked and order a pizza to be paid for by cash upon pickup and close to the end of his friend's shift. But they would never go pick up the order. Then at the end of the shift, the employees would get the discarded pizzas for free. So my boss's friend would then take the pizza home that was technically discarded to his boss because they are roommates. Absolutely genius. I think I that's so funny. Well, also, you could just like eat food in the back. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we used to do this at Taco Bell when there was nobody in the drive through. We would just make our own yeah. food and eat it. At Quiznos, you had to like cut the bread. When I worked at Quiznos, you had to like cut the bread properly. And so I would always like Ooh. cut it a little a little bit off. And then mm-hmm. I would eat that. So there's other ways to get your immediate fix. But I think she was saying her boss wanted a free pizza. Yeah, like for all his friends to take but home. Don't, wouldn't the employees get a discount? Like how much is a pizza? <laughs> no, I went through a McDonald's drive through the other day because I'm a monster. Great. And they have signs everywhere for hiring. Uh, like we're hiring, have a career with yeah. us. We're paying $14 an hour, which still isn't a livable wage. Anyway, yeah. um, and they said uh, 30% employee discount. And I was like, 30% on a McDonald's? Employees should get their food for free fucking free. I'm sorry. Because you're handing them pennies. Yes, you should be getting... 30% isn't even... When I worked at Taco Bell, we got 50% and we still stole food. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got no discount, but I just ate all the food in the back. But (laughs) you just eat it. (laughs) You just eat it. It was pre-COVID, not sanitary. A lot of things happening. Um, But yeah, that's amazing. And I, I feel like for some reason, this made me feel bad for the pizza owner because I was like, pizza shops are taking a hit because of COVID. <laughs> no, no. They plug that into their margin of error. But big pizza is doing fine. <laughs> big pizza is doing perfectly fine. Big yeah. Scam Pizza Hut, Domino's, Pop, definitely Pop John's. Definitely. Uh, but maybe like if it's a local place, like a, you know, like a Teddy Spaghetti. Teddy, don't yeah, do it. don't do it to Teddy. Got spaghetti. No. Okay, update. I have not received a message from Lewis's school, so he's not coming oh, home no. extra early. Maybe <gasps> he must be having fun. He's having fun with his new he's school. Fun. He likes the the school bed. I I well, we brought him a special sheet, and he said these aren't Paw Patrol sheets. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Okay, these are cheaper ones off Amazon. You'll so be all right. Y- you'll you'll be get them right. next week because I will always. Kid, you, you're good. You're gonna be fine. You're good. Okay. Okay, so this is another Instagram message. Hi, my name is Erin, and I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks, and I'm already on episode 60. Wow, okay, that's dedication. Holy shit. (laughs) I don't have any new scams to share, though I am all over the abyss of YouTube. Girl, we all are. But in the Newton episode, Caitlin mentioned that she wanted to get two degrees in theater and physics. (gasps) Wow, that was forever ago. Caitlin, you remember, and also your obsession with Newton, Daddy Newton. So sexy and sexual. (laughs) Everyone take time. (laughs) Pause the podcast. Google Isaac Newton. He is so hot and smart. So Uh, hot. I would. People would go back in time to kill Hitler. I'd go back in time to do Newton. Okay. To bang (laughs) Newton. Newton. Then kill Hitler. Okay. Then kill Hitler. Mm -hmm. You just wait a couple years. He'll come around. Okay. I wanted to let you know, Caitlin, that you're (gasps) not alone. Uh, I just graduated with a degree in applied physics <gasps> and a degree in theater. What? Wow. This is a brilliant woman, Erin. And it turns out that she's a costume tech. Erin. <gasps> That's incredible. Hell yeah. Talent. 
Aaron, where can, okay, Aaron, if you're listening, like send us your info. I want to sh- send everybody to you. I want people to find out how incredibly brilliant you are. Do you make cosplay? Do you make swords? What do you like, do? What is your, what do you do? Can you make me a corset that's also comfortable? You know, let us know. Yes, a corset that has a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> A corset that goes to space. Yes, that records my voice so I don't have to talk. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Thank you funny. so much, Erin. All right. Uh, oh, oh, this is so cool. I think I mentioned this, but I don't know. Okay, so this listener said she just started listening to part one of This is a Robbery. And an art thief wrote a book about art thieving and mentions Elizabeth- Isabella's museum heist. It's called the art of the heist and it's written by the art thief himself who's really smart i read it years ago but i remember really enjoying it by miles connor and that's so cool i know uh so miles connor was the guy who they interviewed during this is a robbery the documentary that we watched and he was telling everybody like this is what i would have done if i'd done it or this is how i've done all these other art heists and i guess he wrote a book so that sounds educational i'm going to gobble this book up i'm i'm positive brandon probably already told me that this is right up your alley Katie. can i tell you the yeah. nicest thing brandon for my birthday gave me a book tori oh yeah uh-huh tori left he gave me tori's book and i was like we've interviewed her it was the kindest oh thing like gosh. not only is he a good friend but he knows me so well he knows my love of he scams knows what you're so gonna well. read mm-hmm. late at night he does yeah. mm-hmm. yep so I handed it right Amazing. back to him and I said, you do some research and then come on my episode. And then come back on. <laughs> and then I gave him some homework like a bitch. Okay. You're a permanent guest. Come back. That was such a good episode, oh, too. So I fun. would love that. Uh, okay. This is our last Instagram mm. message. Hey, ladies. Just want to say, welcome back. Hi. It was great to hear your voices again. And this came out right after the last mailbag that you did with mm-hmm. Sue. Um, I hope the break was restorative. Um, I just listened to the newest episode and wanted to chime in on the Carolyn... Calloway, everything leads to Carolyn Calloway. Carolyn Calloway face oil thing. My wife has recently been researching how to make her own face oil because she's used some that she really likes. And in doing research, she discovered that there's basically no ingredient you could use that justifies a $70 price tag for one ounce. Wow. She was very mad at how much she had to pay, how much she had paid for the one she's gotten at Sephora's in the past. And there's even more confirmation that Carolyn's oils are a scam. Oh, yeah. Caroline Calloway is a big, huge scammer. She puts the $70 on there because she licks each bottle herself. And so she knows, like, you're getting a little yeah. piece of Caroline Calloway. There you go. Yeah. And actually, so your, Katie, your saliva <laughs> would make something more expensive, but I think Caroline's saliva might not yeah, make she it could more sell it for 120 just... but it's only going for 70 It's only going Ooh. for 70 because she licked it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say buy from, Katie, have you ever heard of Ordinary? As a brand, I've heard of them. Yes, on TikTok, they not only have they're just ingredients based. Mm-hmm. They're just like mm-hmm. like here are the ingredients that you want. You want retinol? We got you retinol. Give Here's the percentage me. of retinol. They're super straightforward and affordable. Pump it up. That's what I would say. I love it. Okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, my skincare has been so fun. I'm loving it. I got my sister hooked. Ooh. I'm just like a big skincare head now. So and your skin looks incredible. Thank so you. Whatever <laughs> you're doing, you should share. <laughs> thank you so much on this Zoom. I will text you immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Kate, for doing this episode with us. Oh, it was wonderful. This I have been so special. sick 
and miserable. So this was this was really what I needed. This was healing, actually. So I laughed more in this episode than I have in so long. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) So, so fun. So, guys, if you want to be in our next mailbag, please give us a call because, you know, I love a phone call Mm -hmm. on our hot tip hotline, which is 347-509-9414. You can email us at scamwellpodcast at Gmail. You can scam us at scamwellpodcast on Instagram. Um, We're on Twitter, even though I'm like barely ever on Twitter. Um, You can do a quick Google search and definitely scam Katie. Totally. Information is out there. You can rob me of of all my liberties if you need to. Like, I understand. You can get her saliva and clone her. (laughs) I get it, guys. It's tough. So if you just like need to like really give it to someone, I'm I'm throwing myself out there. Yep. And thank you guys so much. Also, if you could rate and review a nice, kind rate and review, it's really been helping us. (laughs) Yeah. Recently, every time a man reviews the show, Uh, it's so predictable. They're so mean. Someone said Uh, they didn't like when I talk about my husband and (laughs) myself and my son. I was like, but if I can talk about... I was like, have they ever listened to any podcast Yes. If I can talk about my son and my husband on my own podcast, like... Go find another podcast. There's so many, honey. There's so many. It's saturated. <laughs> and guess what? Every host talks about themselves. Okay. Yeah. If I have to listen to another male comedian talk about what protein <laughs> shake he made himself, I swear to God. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So, yes. Yeah, so that always helps us out a bunch. And I just love you guys. Loving your messages. Loving your direct messages on Instagram. And so yes. grateful for this community because we are all holding each other right now when we need it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that is wonderful about podcasts is you're alone in your house during COVID Mm -hmm. and the voices of your friends Mm -hmm. are here with Mm -hmm. you. And Katie, your voice (laughs) gives out so much information so quickly (laughs) (laughs) that I, I, I don't. I think it's honestly the best company to have. (laughs) Thank you. So (laughs) if you're tight for time and you need to know what chunk about someone's childhood trauma, I will just deliver over and over and over. (laughs) Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for you. Thank you for you, Kate. (laughs) Thank you, producer Kate. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much, producer Kate. Thank you for all those amazing emails. These emails are giving us so much life. These Instagram messages, of course, you know, we love a phone call. We are so proud to be a part of this community and to be so connected to all of you listening because it really is a team out there. You're not alone. And I'm so happy that you're job searching or moving or cooking, listening to us because it means a lot. It means a lot. And guys, if you want to contact us and send us other emails, emails or phone, you know, you can call us on our hot tip hotline, which is 347-509-9414 because you know I love a phone call. You can email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail. You can find us on Instagram at scamwellpodcast on Twitter that I rarely check on scamwellpodcast. And um, yeah, and if you can rate and review a good, happy five-star review, that is a big, huge change for us and it means a lot. So we love you and we'll see you next week. Keep being scammy. Bye.
Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read Podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you. And let's make season two even more memorable together.